Tonight, Spiner fictionalizes himself, stamps for droids, award nominations, and remember actor Christopher Plummer and Cloris Leachman. All that and more on the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. Here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 112 of Multiverse Tonight. I'm your uh, host, Thomas Townley. And uh, big news for the podcast, we just passed over 5,000 downloads, oddly enough. Uh, it's fun- It's funny because the, the two biggest episodes are ones that have, like, titles that are, are based off of songs, so... I guess Spotify just brings those up when people request those songs. So they're not, <laughs> I don't know how, how to feel about that or how to download that. I heard that it's a snowy day here in the Great Plains. Very cold too. It's, you know, down to the teens. And, uh, you know, glad I don't have any place to go today. Um, it was really snowy this past uh, Saturday. So I took, Saturday off, so I've basically been spending this past weekend uh, catching up on on you know things on Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that. So you know, I guess the you know I guess the good thing there is it did allow me to uh, have more time to finish my script. Uh, my the, the uh, laptop I normally use to write the script on. Had a USB port problem, so I had to send it back to Dell to get worked on. Luckily, it was still under uh, under warranty, so they're working on that. So you know, I'll ho- I hope to get that back by the end of the month. Apparently, they're having parts issues too. So that that let's see what's in the news today. Uh, let's start with Star Trek news. And uh, we start Star Trek news. There we go. We start Star Trek news today with uh, Star Trek Discovery's fourth season now deep in production and some tidbits about what the fourth season might have via a panel with showrunners Alex Kurtzman, Michelle Paradise, and star Sonequa Martin-Green. Now, Kurtzman's tidbits were very cryptic. He just said, quote, we're all we're actually exploring whether we're deep diving deep into science in the fourth season in a kind of new and interesting way. Unquote. Now he also said that season four's main adversary might not be a living thing, and said that uh, season four will see the return of the Federation in some way. I'll take it for what it is. You know, I just don't know whether I can give them another season. You know, I was I was so. You know, I was hopeful about the third season. The third season seemed to be doing okay. And then it just became 
a a you know Michelle Burnham, you know, all it all hinges on Michelle Burnham show, and that's just I'm getting tired of that. So hopefully, in the fourth season, they actually do some exploration. In the fourth season, it doesn't all come down to just Michael Burnham. You know, I'm glad that she's finally captain. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe we can have this all come down to, you know, someone else. Anyway, uh, Brent Spiner is currently writing his memoirs, sort of. His book will be entitled Fan Fiction, a Mem Noir, inspired by true events. Now, this book has uh, Brent creating another character that happens to share his name and much of his experiences. This version of him, however, takes the reader back to 1991 and throws the character into a dark, comedic adventure full of mystery, intrigue, and humor. Now, in an interview with Sci-Fi Wire, Mr. Spiner said about the book, quote, It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it's primarily fiction. There are slices of my own life in it, and then there are also people I have known. It's a mashup. It's a thriller. It's a comedy. It's a dark comedy. And it's partially a memoir, but none of it's real. Really, even though a lot of things actually happened, unquote. So, I guess the question there is, you know, why write write the memoir this way? So, Brent had an answer to that. He said, quote, I thought maybe I can write something else because I have a story I'd like to tell. Maybe I can combine the two and do a sort of hybrid, unquote. Now, he ran the idea past Jonathan Ames, creator of Bored to Death, and he connected Brett with Janine Darst, who collaborated with him on the book. Fan fiction, a mem noir inspired by true events, comes out on October 5th, 2021. Star, Wars on, uh, Star, excuse me, Star Trek Online is celebrating its 11th year with its latest update titled House Reborn, uh, which has two new episodes finishing off the current Klingon Civil War along with the episodes with new voice work from Mary Chifo and Sam Whitweir. Captains will also discover a brand new Klingon recruitment system, a special anniversary event to earn the new Allegiance Tamir Raider, and a complete revamp of the Klingon experience, including remastered environments, missions, stories, and much more. Plus, for the first time ever, Star Trek Online will allow players of all factions to command any ship. House Reborn... Is available today on PC and will release soon on PS4 and Xbox One. And uh, with that, we go on to the Star Wars news. Roger, Roger. Uh, don't grow a nose here, people. I'm just going to say that at the top here. Uh, hold on a second. Anyway, we start Star Wars news with uh, actress Daisy Ridley, who was emotionally spent after filming wrapped up on The Rise of Skywalker. Sa- speaking uh, with People Magazine in, in the conversations, she, the actress said, quote, When we wrapped The Rise of Skywalker, I wept all day. I felt like I was going to pop a vein because I was crying so much. Obviously not to say that it was like grieving, but it was grieving something. I'll always have it, and we're all bonded by this incredible thing, unquote. Now, uh, other actors have expressed similar feelings after their stints in the Star Wars franchise. 
Life Day celebrations across the galaxy are showcased in a brand new book from authors Kevin Scott and George Mann, with art from Grant Griffin. Kevin told StarWars.com about the book, saying, quote, Winter festivals are all about hope in the darkest times, about being surrounded by family and friends. What is more Star Wars than that? When I made the original pitch for the book, Lucasfilm Publishing Creative Director Mike Siglin suggested that we bring George on board, as he had already produced two wonderful books of Star Wars folklore, myths and fables, and dark legends. Teaming up made total sense, especially as George and I have a long history of working together. Who wouldn't want to make up Christmas stories with one of their best mates? Of course, our friendship was severely tested when I insisted on playing Christmas in the Stars, the galaxy's greatest festival album, on loop during our work sessions. Unquote. The tales range from the High Republic era to the Ewoks and Endor. Life Day treasury holiday stories from a galaxy far, far away arrives on shelves September 7th and is up available for pre-order now. The next season of The Mandalorian is set to get in from the camera this April. According to the Film and Television Industry Alliance, the site says that the first day of shooting is April 5th in Los Angeles. Of course, with uh, the pandemic restrictions, it may or may not get pushed back. Your mileage may vary. The United Postal Service is bringing the droids of Star Wars onto postage stamps. The new set of 10 stamps includes droids IG-11, R2-D2, K2SO, DO, L337, BB-8, C-3PO, a gonk droid, 2-1B surgical droid, and Chopper. Now, the droids are intended to be a nod to Lucasfilm and Disney's effort to promote science, technology, engineering, and math, or STEM education, through the continuing collaboration between Star Wars, Force for Change, and Global Pre- K-12 nonprofit organization first. The stamps should cost $5.50 for the set. The Mandalorian creator, Jon Favreau, isn't initially, hadn't initially planned on using Luke Skywalker in the season finale. Favreau told the Writers Guild of America about the use of the Jedi if that, if that penned him in narrative, if that penned him in narratively speaking. He said, quote, we have a tremendous amount of freedom afforded to us because of the gap in time between the films. Dave Filoni and I are in constant discussion regarding how each story choice is impacted by and would impact existing Star Wars material. Unquote. Now, uh, who knows when Season 3 will be, but uh, we'll look out for it. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga will have a playable cast of at least 300 characters. Just about every character is available to play, including minor franchise characters like Babu Frick and more. According to Game Lead Hub designer Don McDermott, TT Games has packed around 800 characters in the game, which spans all nine main films. McDermott also teased, quote, an in-depth quest system, which features not only more elaborate and ridiculous quest chains, but a whole new tracking system on your datapad, with which to engage with the quest and the ability to do multiple quests simultaneously, unquote. Now, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, will be released this spring via the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, PC, and Nintendo Switch. And uh, with that, we'll go on to the geek news. Now, uh, 
We start Geek News with a mint Black Lotus card from Magic the Gathering's original set, which has sold on eBay for a winning price of $511,100, beating the previous record price set for the card back in 2019 when one sold at auction for $166,000. The Black Lotus card was found to be too powerful in its initial release and was never reprinted in subsequent editions of the game, leading to its ever-increasing value. I wonder who who has money to buy a single Magic the Gathering card. That's that's just amazing if you ask me. The Willow Disney Plus series has found a new director following the departure of John M. Chu. John Entwistle, whose previous director credits include the Netflix shows The End of the Effing World and I Am Not Okay With This. He will run the pilot episode as well as serve as executive producer. Now, he'll join fellow EPs and co-showrunners Jonathan Kasdan and Wendy Merkiel. Entwistle told The Hollywood Reporter, quote, With its epic world of swords, sorcery, and adventure, Willow captivated and influenced so many. I'm excited to be joining, going on this journey and working with John and Wendy to create something that is both deeply rooted in that original film and also a fresh, funny, and charming addition to the beloved story. To be able to play with the world so pain, painstakingly created uh, painstakingly crafted by Ron back in 88 is a dream come true for me, unquote. Now, filming is expected to begin this spring in Wales, but no premiere date has been revealed yet. Well, it's been a long time since I've sat down since, since I've watched that movie. I wonder, I wonder how well it holds up. George Clooney has joined the Buck Rogers reboot series. Now, Clooney will produce and maybe star in the revival from Legendary Productions. Now, the current plan is to first develop it as a comic book miniseries from Brian K. Vaughn and then do a movie and an animated spinoff on later, on the, on down the road. Bitty, bitty, bitty. Now, uh, we have some award nominations that came out over the weekend. The 32nd annual GLAAD Movie Awards nominees have been announced. Now, up for outstanding film release are What the Craft Legacy and The Old Guard. Outstanding drama series include Killing Eve, Star Trek Discovery, Supergirl, The Umbrella Academy, and Winona Earp. And outstanding comedy series uh, nominees are Big Mouth, Harley Quinn, Saved by the Bell, Schitt's Creek, and Superstore. Outstanding video game no- nominations for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Borderlands 3, Guns, Love, Love and Tentacles, Bug Snacks, Hades, If Found, uh, I, Can Fa- I Can Fell, Immortals Phoenix Rising, The Last of Us Part 2, Tell Me Why, and World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Outstanding comic book nods went to Empire, Lords of Empire, Emperor Hulking, Emperor After- Aftermath Avengers, and uh, Far Sector, by uh, from DC Comics, Guardians of the Galaxy from Marvel Comics, Juliet Takes a Breath from Boom Studios, Lost Lane by, from DC Comics, The Magic Fish by Random House Graphic, Suicide Squad from DC Comics, Wind by Boom Studios, X Factor from Marvel Stu- from Marvel Comics, and You Bought Me the Ocean from DC Comics. You know, we hope that uh, uh, th- those awards get out. You know. For you know, to the right, to the uh, 
all the nominees. Yeah. A direct sequel to J.J. Abrams' produced 2008 Clover, Cloverfield is in the works. Abrams' Bad Robot and Paramount Pictures have picked rising British writer Joe Barton to pen the script, which will not be made as a found footage movie like the previous uh, previous movie. Abrams will produce alongside Bad, Bad Robot's head of film, Hannah Mang- Minghella. Now, some video game, more video game news here. Animal Crossing's New Horizons has sold 31.18 million units worldwide, according to Nintendo, and is approaching Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's throne as the best-selling game on the Nintendo Switch. Mario Kart still has a lead, though, of about 2 million copies. I love Animal, I love Animal Crossing. That's one of my daily drivers, if you will. It's one of the first things I do when I get up in the morning is, is you know, Go and hunt my fossils. Now, uh, the Golden Globe nominations were also released. Now, up for Best Television Series in a Drama are The Crown, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, and Ozark, as well as Ratchet. Uh, Best Animated Film no- uh, nominations for The Crudes, A New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. And Best Original Score... For Alexandra Desplat for The Midnight Sky, Ludwig Gorsen for Tenant, James Newton Howard for News of the World, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and John Batiste for Soul, and uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for Mank. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to all those genre nominees, and uh, we'll see them get their awards uh, later on. Some sad, you know, some sad news. We got a trio of sad news here. Uh, first off, Star Wars actress Trisha Noble has passed away. The actress is best known for playing Jubal Nabri, the mother of Padme Amidala, who passed. She passed away from complications from mesothelioma, mesothelioma which is a type of cancer caused by the inhalation of, of asbestos fibers. She was a teenage pop star in the 1960s in Australia. And she acted in shows like The Murray Tyler Moore Show, Columbo, and Buck Rogers. She was 76 years old. And uh, we also have Christopher Plummer has passed away. The Canadian actor was born on December 13, 1929. He had an acting career spanning seven decades. Uh, he made his film debut in 1958 in the movie Starstruck. Soon afterwards, he would get the role that would make him world famous that of Captain Greg Von Trapp in 19, George Von Trapp in 1965's The Sound of Music. He acted in a total of 119 movies in his life, including The Return of the Pink Panther, The Man Who Would Be King, Murder by Decree, Somewhere in Time, Dreamscape. He voiced the character in An American Tale, Dragnet, uh, Where the Where the Herid, uh, Rockadoodle, the... Where the heart is, where Rockadoodle, the Shakespeare, and and uh, a big turn as the Shakespeare quoting Klingon General Chang in Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country, Malcolm X, Dolores Claiborne, Twelve Monkeys, Dracula 2000, A Beautiful Mind, National Treasure, Inside Man, the voice of the villain in the movie Up, the voice of one of the uh, of one in the animated movie Nine, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, the girl in the dragon tattoo, all the money in the world. The victim, Harlan Thrombey, in the recent movie Knives Out, and much, much more. 
He has an upcoming voiceover role in the animated movie Heroes of the Gold Masks, which will be released this year. Now, he also made appearances in TV, mainly TV movies and mini and miniseries like The Thornbirds. And he did play the role of Alexander Addington in the 90s TV series Counter-Strike, as well as the narrator for the animated Madeline series. He won 25 awards in his career, including an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, a Golden Globe Award, a BAFTA Award, and many more, and much for the movie, uh, for the movie Beginners. Uh, he also had two Primetime Emmy Awards and two Tonys, and was named to the Order of Canada. Mr. Plummer was married three times and had one child, actress Amanda Plummer. Christopher died at his home in Connecticut after suffering complications from a fall. His longtime friend and manager said about him, quote, Chris was an extraordinary man who deeply loved and respected his profession with great old-fashioned manners, self-deprecating humor, and the music of words. He was a national treasure who deeply relished his Canadian roots. Through his art and humanity, he touched all of our hearts, and his legendary life will endure for all generations to come. He will forever be with us, unquote. Christopher Plummer was 91 years old. And finally tonight, remember actress Cloris Leachman. Cloris might be known to fans like us as Frau Blucher. I am Paul Brucher. Steady! Uh, how do you do? I am Dr. Frankenstein. This is my assistant. Inga, may I present Frau Blucher? Now, uh, that was uh, from Young Frankenstein, as well as Madame Defarge in Brooks's History of the World, Part 1. Cloris was born in De Des Moines, Iowa, on April 30 30th, uh, 1920. She began appearing in local plays as a teenager and went to Northwestern University. After competing in the 1946 Miss America pageant, she secured a scholarship to study at the Actors Studio in New York and made her professional debut in 1947. Over her career, she has appeared in such movies as Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, The Last Picture Show, for which she won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress, Mel Brooks' High Anxiety as Nurse Diesel, The Muppet Movie, Herbie Goes Bananas, My Little Pony the Movie, Hansel and Gretel, Prancer, The Beverly Hillbillies, A Troll in Central Park, Beavis and Butthead to America, The Iron Giant, The Longest Yard, Sky High, A Scary Movie 4, Beer Fest, The Croods and The Croods A New Age, and many, many more. She has two posthumous movie releases coming, High Holiday and Not To Forget, due out this year. Now, she had a lot of television credits as well. Uh, that list is just as long, uh, including uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, Gunsmoke, Lassie, Rawhide, The Twilight Zone, Wagon Train, Perry Mason, The Virginian, the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Night Gallery, Rhoda, Wonder Woman, The Love Boat, The Facts of Life, The Simpsons, The Nanny, Touched by an Angel, 
Malcolm in the Middle, The Ellen Show, Family Guy, Phineas and Ferb, Dancing with the Stars, Raising Hope, Adventure Time, Girl Meets World, Bob's Burgers, Justice League Action, American Gods, and Mad About You. Now, she's a multi-award-winning uh, actress. Now, she had the previously mentioned Academy Award, the BAFTA Award, the Daytime Emmy, the Golden Globe, and eight Primetime Emmy Awards. Cloris was inducted inducted into the Television Hall of, Academy Hall of Fame in 2011 and published her autobiography in 2009. She is survived by her sons Adam, George Jr., and Morgan, and daughter Diana. Cloris Leachman died of natural causes on January 26th. Cloris was 94 years old. And that brings us to the end of the sci-fi news. Now, uh, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute some money, check out the show notes and visit our Tee Public store. Just head over to the brand new MultiverseTonight.com and hit the Support Me tab at the top of the page. If you're a subscriber, hey, share us with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, thank you. And please be sure to subscribe, leave us with some feedback, and let me know how we're doing. Special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Now, thanks for watching the sci-fi edition of Multiverse tonight. We'll be back in just a couple of days with a brand new comic book edition, and two weeks with a new sci-fi edition. Now please, exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Galactic Empire, Hyperspace, Positronic Brains, androids. These ideas developed decades earlier than you might think, and they are the legacy of one man, Isaac Asimov. I'm Jason Stark, host of Galaxy. Join me, along with my friends Stephanie and Jacob Yunker, as we dive into the novels and stories of one of the greatest sci-fi authors of all time. From iRobot to Foundation to the Caves of Steel and beyond, we explore the narratives, the meanings, and the legacy one book at a time. Listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and visit galaxypodcast.com.